Welcome to episode 107 of the Switch Mania Frank <laughs> It's beautiful to be here. Please, everyone, calm down, calm down. I can give autographs after the playcast. Jeff, how are you doing this morning? <laughs> um, slightly, slightly have a headache in the back of my left eye because Stadium Frank in his ever-loving wisdom, got us some Long Island iced teas after final call at the hotel bar, because we're here in Waco, Texas, hanging out for Anything Goes Expo, and Frank is going to take it to the definition of Anything Goes. You know it, baby. <laughs> I said, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, so we're here hanging out. We figured might as well do a quick, quick recording. Quick um, But... As we do this, we'll do this in pieces because we do have to go set up at the convention this morning because we are on a Saturday morning right now before the convention, jumping through this stuff. We might have a mid-podcast Torchies delivery, which is a first. That would be amazing. (laughs) Listen to part two of episode 106. Frank and Jeff like, oh my god, so good, these tacos. (laughs) <laughs> tacos are so oh, these coffees, breakfast tacos are so delicious. <laughs> I feel bad for you, Frank, because we had to walk everywhere. I'm like, hey, let's just go walk over here. It's like oh, I got a some mile later. Up today. I, I looked and I was like, oh, you red, baby. <laughs> Chub rub. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a very interesting uh, convention for sure. Um, I want to go back to that food hall at some point and just fucking... There's so many shops in there and stuff like that, so many cool places to eat. We saw the... Um, there's an edible cookie dough place. There was a place that specialized. They're like, anything you've ever liked in your life, we'll put it in an egg roll, sell it to you. Which that is a concept that I can get behind. <laughs> they had a pastrami one. Pastrami, pastrami egg roll. Swiss <laughs> hot mustard in an egg roll. Yo, sign me up. I love <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, I finally found it. I actually created while we were in, because we both flew in. Mm-hmm. I created an itinerary. I was like, oh, here's what we could talk about as I was just having ideas. And the first one is our flights, Frank. Oh, boy. Because, <laughs> so, like, I live in Georgia. Frank lives in Florida. And I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll link up in Dallas. And uh, I got a rental car. And we'll, we have to drive down to Waco. And... <laughs> Our link up went uh, pretty fun. Yeah, it was perfect. There was not a single problem. I didn't end up at the other Dallas airport. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Frank's first text is, "Wait, there's two airports? What the hell?" And I'm like, "I'm like shit." So I look at where he is in relation to me because I had to pick him up because we had a trip that we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, "Oh, it's like further than that." Yup, so we met in the middle. Oh, well then we can talk about the other thing is I called an Uber to meet in the middle at the unspecified location that yeah, we will yeah, yeah. discuss here shortly. And someone spoofed their GPS to say that they were in California. So if you ever wanted to see your Uber, say, your Uber is 14,000 miles away from you. Well, that, that was my experience. So that was yeah. a lot of fun. I had to get that fixed and stuff. But oh boy, yesterday was just, by the end of, you know, once things got rolling, great day but oh man the beginning of my day with, with those two things happening like right after each other i was immediately just like oh come on and you didn't realize that you don't have to get there three hours early at 4 a.m like you're like oh i could have got i could have got an extra hour of sleep <laughs> no no i still i i because uh, leaving at four and then i get to the airport around like 4 45 or so and my flight was at six so i actually that timing works out pretty well 
for early flights. Gets getting there an hour, hour and a half, early, or hour and 15 early. But it's in the middle of the day that I do turn into that person. Well, I'm like, I must be at the airport. Like, well, who knows what could happen? There could be something insane. I have to go. So I'm left up to my own devices in a daytime flight. I get to those the airport way too early. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to wake up at 1.30 in the morning so I can get to the airport two hours early at 4 a.m. So, oh. So before we talk about the next piece of our lovely Texas trip, um, which includes Whataburger stops, um, we do always have to do... As all great Texas adventures do. <laughs> But we do need to talk about um, premium edition games, updates that we do at the beginning of every episode. So essentially right now, um, Series 2, the Robot Named Fight Deluxe, we are waiting for that sucker to arrive so we can ship it out to everyone. It is on a boat, and we have um, some things that we are addressing with the printer that we should hopefully get expedited. Um, Some fixes should be happening uh, because there was some, some, like, some of the, and that we were alluding to it in the last episode, and I didn't go into details because I didn't know what they were going to respond with, but they're going to fix it because there's a slight shift of the text on the spine mm-hmm. of the of the slipcase. Everything else, like, I wouldn't, it's not a big deal. Even on the front and the back, if it's slightly shifted, it's kind of kind of perspective. Switch, yeah. yeah, but it was missing some printing <laughs> on the top and the bottom, and the spine was like was wasn't centered. So I'm like, yeah. hey, can you fix this? Like, oh my god, yeah, we're sorry. Like, so robot name fight though, but I will get it expedited so we're not waiting for the crazy yeah, long. That's action. not going on a boat. It might it <laughs> might actually uh, get there earlier than <laughs> watch it beat the ones on the boat. It will. <laughs> it will. And so oh my gosh. And so that's the thing with that where we're pulling back the curtain, which mm-hmm. is fun. The uh, the forbidden door that we. Uh, that's a wrestling term when wrestlers jump ship or come into another organization. We'll call it. We pull back the. We go through the forbidden door of Nintendo to talk about what we do. Um, but yeah, so that's one piece. Series three. Um, we are waiting on our printed items to show up. We haven't ordered our cartridges yet because we don't need to because the they will arrive before the printed items. Yeah. Will. So. <laughs> But, like, literally, we're going back and forth um, on a few pieces. Everything's done. But, like, yeah, we're going to place the order here soon. I got the Pro Forma invoice from Nintendo waiting, So essentially. Um, So, yeah. So that's our updates for Premium. Um, I know the Hagen's Alley, the books, they should be arriving any damn day. I I don't know. Um, And and should we allude to a a surprise? Absolutely. I always think that we should reward our loyal uh, playcast viewers with a little bit of a, uh, a little, little bit of a treat, you know? So so what's something that we can talk about that's not like Series 4 or something we're doing in the summer that's not those two things that you learned about during a specific special visit? Because we visited, and this is where I do our pivot, we visited our Nintendo-licensed production facility our packaging yep. facility we went, we actually got a tour of it like it is in dallas and frank and i met up there which is hilarious because it was way back in the back of texas like a warehouse area that i'm like hey here's my pen frank and <laughs> they dropped him off in the wrong spot and like but we met with them they're really awesome peoples um and it is a huge facility where our stuff is manufactured at the same place where they do Sega and NIS America, which mm-hmm. is crazy. 
And it's all by hand, too, which is so cool to so, say. So what's something that you learned when we sat at the round table, we sat at the meeting with them? There was, there was something regarding a robot named Fight. Mm. What did you learn, That's Bray? Hot, oh, are we talking about this? Yeah, we're talking about a little special thing, because what do we hit up every single day via emails and on our Discord? Everything. And everybody wants more Robot Name Fight. Fight. The game is absolutely in demand. Bittner did an amazing job with that game, and it's a great (laughs) title. So, like, it's great to see people being that pumped about it, and it's great to see that we can bring that to the people who still want it. And outside of us having a few copies that we bring with us to conventions like this, so if you come hunt us down... Yeah, we had you, six, right? This is the only time... Not six, three, man. Oh, God. I got yeah, three, This dude. is actually the only time that we've had the entirety of Series 1 and 2 besides the Deluxe in one spot, and it'll probably be the last time. So. Yeah, we have all four. We have six copies of Super Blood Hockey three copies of a robot named fight and we have a case of the other of demon's tear and pigeon mm-hmm. death but like we i literally have a few copies so i can bring them to show to people at conventions and the rest because if we put them up online they're going to be gone in two oh, seconds yeah and we're here to make sure that the games get a lot of exposure too but that being said we're not against doing more copies of a game if there's demand mm-hmm. and so Frank, what did you learn? That there's the yesterday. demand. <laughs> so with Robot Name Fight, what are we doing with it? We're doing something cool with Robot Name Fight because there's a situation that occurred. We got extra steel books. <laughs> yeah, so the the story with that, extra steel books, right? Is that with Robot Name Fight, it was the same price if we ordered two thousand steel books from Asia. Or 3,000 steelbooks from Denmark. Mm-hmm. So we ordered 3,000, and, and the shipping was faster. So yeah. we ordered 3,000 steelbooks. So we have an extra 1,000 steelbooks. And as crazy as premium is, we also have fun and insane <coughs> ideas. And that we do, Jeff. That yeah. We do. So we have three a thousand extra steelbooks. Instead of just doing more retro editions or something, we're going to do a standard. You know, normal MSRP reprints, 1,000 copies of Robot Name Fight. Steelbook is the case. The Steelbook is the case. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a, a slip that goes over it, like you see with some of them. Not our slip cases, a slip that goes over the top. Like a transparent one. Um, but it's not transparent per se. Oh, okay. But it has a cutout window in the front mm-hmm. where you can see the Steelbook artwork. And so that is something where it's going to have all the same stuff on the back as the original. Um, and the spine will have another side of a spine that we can have a little fun with. And then the front will have our normal normal uh, Switch logo on it, the ESRB, and you know our premium. But then with the Robot Name Fight logo, there'll be also, you can see the Steelbook in it, which is going to be cool. And then everything inside is going to be the same as the, the regular retail. So that's it's going to be a steelbook edition, essentially. Steelbook edition, premium edition. <laughs> well, standard. Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a steelbook edition because we have extra steelbooks. And in the future, because you do have to order all those extra steelbooks, we don't like doing that many retros because we like to keep some stuff special. 
So maybe we'll have another Steelbook edition in the future series. Um, maybe series 5, 6, 27, who knows, like, whenever we do it. Man. So it's pretty cool, though, right? Oh, absolutely. I, it, like I said, it, it's exciting to be able to help meet the demand for this game right now because people are really, they, they, this is one of our most popular games for sure. Like, people absolutely just want to, the, the, the visuals, the actual game itself, like, the, the product is so cool. And it's just great to see that people are as excited about it as we are. And then I'm excited that we can get this game in more people's hands. Because, honestly, if you haven't played a robot, fight, a robot named Fight, what are you even doing? We want to make sure everyone plays <laughs> this absolutely awesome game. Like, yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous one. It's one that we can't put down. Um, we love all our games. But Fight is forever. Like, it literally, with 4 billion, more than 4 billion, by the way, uh, combinations of, of, like different level layouts and stuff like i just keep playing it and i have to stop playing it so i can play some of our other titles because <laughs> so, i gotta write manuals and do everything else mm-hmm. and that's an interesting piece um so we move over to setup after we went to Qualpack, we started dry we had to drive from dallas to waco obviously stopped at whataburger got that secret spicy ketchup they got what special batch number two mm-hmm. got that secret spicy Ooh. ketchup Ooh. It was delicious. It was delicious. Sometimes you just need a Whataburger, you know? I mean, we don't get to... I I bought... I have a single thing of spicy ketchup. I'm going to keep that thing on me, bring it back to Florida. What am I going to do with it? Who knows? But I got it, and that's what matters. Tune into our live stream to see what Frank does with his spicy ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds a little spicy, Jeff. Exactly. Anything goes Expos. Oh, God. I'm going to put it on the disc. Put it on the disc. <laughs> because there's disc golf at this freaking convention. That's true. I, I want to say that's definitely, I've been to a lot of conventions in my time. And when we hear anything goes, you didn't. You don't think, oh, okay, there's just going to be so many video games. No, no, there's disc golf. There's all kinds of stuff that you would not expect to see. The, the organizers done a wonderful job making this a unique experience and I can't wait to actually hit the hall today and see everyone set up, see what panels are going down, stuff like that. It's going to be a really, really good time. Like, I'm impressed already and technically today is the start of the con. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the the guys that run the convention are Hal Hawkins and Christian Dietering and I've known them forever. Hal does the Retro World series at a lot of conventions where he does, like, tournaments for retro games, which is super, super cool. And then Christian Dietering was Ferris Bueller on Nintendo Age. Mm -hmm. He was also on that Game Chasers episode that we got two things in Texas. Two things in Texas. We got guns. And he held up his gun. Nice. Hell yeah. (laughs) That was, I guess, the classic Christian. That's beautiful. He hates that everybody associates him with that. (laughs) He also did a Mother to Earth documentary, too. So, does a does some crazy stuff, but he likes to just have fun, mm-hmm. and like that's why anything goes makes sense for it, even though it's not like game related, mm-hmm. but it makes sense because he will do like a freaking disc golf in the middle of the thing just because he can. Hall. Yeah, because it's a big, huge, long batting cage that he used for it too. So obviously, we're not chucking discs at, at random kids walking around with their parents. It is nice and covered and, and everything like that, but yeah, he's yeah. just walking into that hall and just going, what the hell is that? Oh my god, it's disc golf. Like, <laughs> what an experience. It's freaking crazy. And then, when we got there for the setup, we had our table, 
and I had shipped too many of my old books, so I had six different books, and we're like, this fills up half the table, and we have all four games for premium. So we went around, and I had to procure an extra table, which was interesting. So we're going to show a picture of the setup. But oh, yeah. Frank's like, did you die, Jeff? And I'm like, "Get wipe the blood off this table, Yeah, Frank. we wipe the blood off this table. <laughs> I got sucked in <laughs> to the table. So we should have some more stories, though, for everybody, because uh, we'll do a part two recording, but um, you'll have it all seamlessly from the episode as, mm-hmm. as you listen. But um, we're gonna. I know Sergeant Slaughter is gonna be at this convention, so I'm gonna try to create a slaughter story. Let's Heck see. Yeah. Let's see what I can do. Um, <laughs> but the important piece is we did our setup, then we went to Torchies. Oh. Torchies. Oh, Torchies. Oh, make it trashy, please. Make it trashy. Tell them about this Torchies life here. So Torchies is a local Texas-based taco taqueria. Taqueria? I don't know. I don't know. There's a specific term for, hey, we're a place that sells tacos. Taco joint? Taco joint. There there we go. Merriam-Webster's dictionary is like, taco joint. Um, Probably. uh, But yeah, they they are, they make absolutely fantastic, like, um, street food style tacos. So a really uh, inventive mix of ingredients. Everything's extremely high quality. And basically, anytime I'm even remotely near Texas, I make it an absolute priority to go to Torchies, get some tacos, get some margaritas, and maybe most importantly, some of that queso, man. That's oh good. Oh my god, the queso. It's so good. And they put that little little drop of like avocado right in the middle for the avocado lovers, for them guac boys. Guac boys. Guac boys. Hashtag guac boys. Yes, please. If you're watching this, please <laughs> listen add one of listening, us. Listening, listening. Yeah, listening. Is there, we're not even on the camera right now. Are they watching? I'm used Who's to watching the, us in this window? <laughs> Jeffrey, I'm used to the camera being on me. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Frank is such a diva. Oh, you know it. It's true. He's bougie. <laughs> Frank, bougie Frank. Stadium Frank's now bougie Stadium Frank. Stadium Frank, bougie Frank. I, I, I'm a man who wears many hats. By the way, I don't think we ever explained why we call him Stadium Frank. It's because Frank is so loud that it echoes throughout the stadium, his voice. <laughs> when it was when we were setting up yesterday and I like called to you from across, and you're just like, oh my God, Frank, you echo so much. And I'm like, I can't help it. He's Frank. Exactly. Until, okay. until Sunday evening, and he won't be able to be talk like, anymore. I'm tired. My, my Thank voice. You. My voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. <laughs> Monday, I will be very quiet. Have a case of the Mondays. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, hello. I'm back in Florida. How is everyone? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so we did our torchies, and then we linked up with um, our boys, Steve DeLuca and Vince which are the Tetris guys, classic Tetris guys. Had some drinks, had a good time. Um, and I think Frank is going to get more torchies right now because I think they're delivering it. Were they delivering it to the front? Must be. Fun. But we hung out with our classic Tetris boys, had some drinks, it was a good time, um, and we closed down the bar. So now that we've had our fun at the convention, Frank, with uh, Frank and Jeff in bed. Welcome to Frank and Jeff, coming to you straight from the hotel bed. That's right. Now, literally, Frank was laying in bed. I'm like, we recording if he laying in there? That'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, now nah, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move. <laughs> Let me get up an owl a little bit. And- Get ready for the rest of the day. We are both, like, wiped out because those of you that don't go to conventions, like, 
like on our feet all day, running mm-hmm. around and interacting with people, having fun. Oh, the show last night? Oh, it was so fun. Yeah, so like so we, anything goes was fun of smaller convention because it was the first year which was to be expected some good groundwork being laid i think yeah that's what i would say and it's right in the middle of texas in the middle of everything of course on super bowl sunday weekend made it a little chaotic but um for us we had a great time um met a lot of cool people and a couple developers which is always nice when you you know do what we do yeah so there's a couple of uh couple of good things that will be coming out of this convention for premium. Um, I know uh, Frank got a Bulbasaur. The literal larger... I don't know how I'm going to, like... Are they going to ask me to check him? Or, like, can I just put him in my overhead? I have the largest Bulbasaur. I think... <laughs> I think this might be, like, a 1-1. Like, this is what Bulbasaur's size is supposed to be. I think it is. Yeah, like, I was... Because I put it down when I went and fucking showed someone it, and they're like... That, that's just how big Bulbasaur is. And I go, you know what? I think you're fucking right. <laughs> so we will see. We Trust me, we will give you guys an update on Frank's adventure with the TSA and Bulbasaur. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably going to check inside the bulb. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be like, you have anything in there, sir? That bulb we should know hole? About? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was... <clears throat> Frank's over here dying because he's allergic to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and yelled all day, so. And that's really what it is. It's like the scratchy throat from yelling all day combined with a little, <laughs> a little touch of asthma. Makes me think it's the asthma constantly. And I'm like, no, you're just, your, your throat's just scratchy from yelling all day. Don't, you don't need your inhaler a million times. <laughs> and the wild thing is, though, so we had some, we had all four games from Series 1 and 2 on the table. And, like, people didn't understand. I don't think there's a big Switch community out here because people didn't no. understand that, like, two of these games are not available. Yeah, I was like, you literally can't buy these from us anymore. Like, these are the ones Jeff pulled out of his garage. Yeah, like, okay. Okay. So we're going to have a couple. Um, We might do a post-convention, <laughs> like, throw a couple right. up on the site. Like, got to talk to the rest of the team and be right, like, hey, right. so. Well, I know I, I got, I have one of our awesome Discord community members, Bean. I would love to get him a robot named Fight Standard Edition. That's so really we have sick. an extra one. We'll put one aside for him because he's been awesome throughout all of the stuff. Might post him up uh, at the website or send him a link or something. Mm-hmm. So he can get it and be able to get a copy of the game. Like, we might be doing that though. <laughs> like post up a few and first come first serve. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's how you know that. Like, because our actual community, the second we posted the uh, picture picture of our thing, our Discord started blowing up. Is anyone in Texas? I need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so it might have to be a standard. Like any non-sales, we'll, we'll ship. I'll ship from my garage. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. Straight from Jeff's garage. Yeah, that way we can make sure we take care of y'all, because we have a few in hand, but, like, literally, we only saved a couple for each convention, and if those couple, because it's a little slower, like, if those couple don't sell, that's cool. Um, our thing is, though, we come here to have fun, make connections. It's been a great convention. Highly recommended for anybody in Texas. Um, and then we had the, we were over by the Tetris World Championship for the Southern Qualifier. Ooh, that's fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we were watching it throughout the weekend. These uh these younger kids that are like in their teens. Yeah, like fourteen year old like like high school kids. Yeah, it's nuts. And they're crushing it, like destroying things with Tetris. And the thing is I have a little lineage in Tetris where in two thousand sixteen I did the classic Tetris World Championship like finals. I did the commentary. So a lot of these these uh, high school kids knew uh, about me, but didn't know my face because I was the commentator. Mm-hmm. So 
Like I did a lot of the crazy commentating, so a lot of them were were super stoked when they realized I was there. The balloon pictures for Jeff, man. Yeah, the peacement places. Which, which came out of you in like a, an allergic reaction psychosis, which I didn't know that was part of the story till this weekend, and I love it. Yeah, I was like saying whatever because I was literally feeling like drunk on gluten. Like I don't know. But, welcome yeah. to my podcast, Drunk on Gluten. My name's Jeff, and this welcome to Jackass. <laughs> welcome to Jackass. There we go. Get your inhaler, coffee. I had to do it. <laughs> coffee McCofferton. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so it's an interesting thing. We're seeing all the, uh, how far the Tetris community has evolved. I'm wearing my Tetris World Order shirt on day two of the convention because I'm part of the Wolf Shout Pack. Shout out to Steve. Steve DeLuca, old Goofy Foot himself, the Shredder. <laughs> yeah, we were playing with the Shredder last night. It was, um, because I, I know nothing about competitive Tetris. So, like, it's been really interesting immediately getting immersed into a community and, like, learning the terminology, the people, the strats. And, like, I got bullied into playing Tetris last night. And, like, I was immediately just like, oh, no, yeah, these guys are real fucking guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, and... Steve's part of the goof troop is what he calls it. Mm-hmm. I said he since his guitar is the shredder, it should be the foot the goofy foot clan. But, right, you know, yeah. but like, you know, I'm just a just a uh, a cool creator of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has the he has the goof troop though. Mm-hmm. Um, which is awesome. And yeah, so then we watched the finals on the stage and it was hilarious because we were watching the very first round on the finals, first time Frank was watching it. And in the first round, I was like, no, Frank. He's like, he's like, man, this is some craziness. And I was like, wait till he gets to level 29. As soon as he did, everything got quiet. And Frank's like, that's fast. <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone laughed. <laughs> I was like, yes, premium creates the memes. We were there, exactly. <laughs> There's one thing premium can do with memes. Hard. Yeah, we meme hard. <laughs> like, it was awesome, though. Like, I was like, what? And then uh, we went over to and, and dragged... Frank kicking and screaming to In-N-Out Burger um, in Texas. We could have gone to some delicious Cajun seafood place, but here we are getting chain burgers. Well, and the key was, my decision point was, we could either walk almost a mile and th- it got down to like under 40 cold, degree weather yeah. <laughs> to this place across the river, or we got a car ride over to In-N-Out mm. with the Tetris peeps and got to hang out. And... It was, I, have like, to, I have that picture of the whole group. We'll have to include that uh, picture so people can see. This is what the world championship looks like of Tetris. Yeah, it was, it was really ridiculous. And the, the final, and we did, we saw um, Dog, he, he pulled a world record live, didn't he? It was, yeah, that it was first the, the match. Hot, the farthest he got like in a live show and that anyone's ever gotten or something like that. Yeah, so it was the highest score competitively that was placed live mm. so like people have done higher scores when they're just hanging out at their house yeah scores with no pressure he did it with pressure on the stage mm-hmm. with commentary going live mm-hmm. which was super cool the commentator he was hyped. yeah he did a really good job absolutely yeah he did he did awesome he was super nervous this was his dream to do one on stage really oh yeah, i love yeah. that his next thing he wants to do is the ctwc like chris tang and myself and mm-hmm. get out there in the finals mm-hmm. and do it so that's his next yeah, he was doing a good job, man. He oh, got he the great. chops for it. Yeah, he did great. I've heard he's only a solo dude, because I was like, hey, I could go there and do some commentary. Just gotta give me a, a donut or, or a hamburger or something. Yeah. Let me go off. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> yeah. 
just the just easy. Yeah, Jeff keeps a uh, a flour tortilla in his back pocket if he ever needs to induce some psychosis. Oh no, no, we need to talk about pocket taco, Frank. I'm I'm just pocket <laughs> taco. <laughs> like now, now after today, I think it's gonna be three torchies. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah. torchies out for a while. But one, one, one torchies visit for each year. I haven't had torchies. That's all. Yeah. I've done different tacos each time though, so I've, I've kept my variety, which is nice. But yeah, no, no, we've done a lot of torchies. It's just convenient because they'll deliver it too. So you just can't get the margaritas delivered, but it's Be been fun. Yeah, so we did that. We went to In-N-Out. We came back from In-N-Out and watched a bad-ass band. Is it yeah. Fit Force? Fit Force, yeah. And they, and they, like, covered some awesome stuff, including some Mega Man tunes. Oh, yeah. You know I was happy to hear Mega Man in uh, Castlevania. But what really got me is when they started playing the opening song for the anime Fooly Cooly. And, yeah. like, I used to ride my bike to school. And I, I made burned a CD that had a bunch of music. One of them was that song because I love the pillows and I love that anime. And like my like ancestral memory came out, and I'm suddenly just yelling in Japanese because I remember the lyrics. And I was like, that was that was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and they did it heavy. So. Yeah, they did. It was awesome. They yeah, heavy. Yeah, so yeah, it was pretty rad. Um, Christian, who runs the convention, is like, man, it's proof positive that I put on the best shows that nobody knows about because <laughs> it's his first year so we're out there in like a group of a dozen people watching mm-hmm. this, this band rock out that they were killing like, it they were and like magfest would have been full mm-hmm. at magfest mm-hmm. and then here it's like just all of us like they can hear us heckling at them which is literally we're cheering them on <laughs> like like you're literally interacting live with the band as they're freaking rocking mm-hmm. it, was, it was cool um, during the convention, I did get to uh, meet and, and chat with Sergeant Slaughter, mm-hmm. which was pretty awesome. Old GI Joe Sergeant Heck Slaughter, yeah. which I know I need to go get a picture with him today before I leave for my brother. <laughs> yeah, it was super cool. Though guys, awesome. And then like the other dudes that are with him, his quote unquote handlers, but they're all old like guys in the in the business too, wrestling mm-hmm. business. So like they were like referees and did nice, things. Nice. So, I was like, hey, you wrestle? He's like, no, I was referee. I was like, well, that's freaking cool, man. Like, they expected me to be like, oh, no, I'm like, I'm not like a wrestling mark. I'm like, a, oh, I, I like the nostalgia and all the work that mm-hmm. they all put in throughout their career. And mm-hmm. I even thank Starch for everything he's done for our troops because mm-hmm. while he, like, you know, it's his wrestling gimmick, he still did a I'm lot. Sure he's inspired a lot of people to enter the service. Because yeah. he's G.I. Joe. Like, mm-hmm. he is G.I. He's a live-action G.I. Joe. So, like... It's like he's done tons which, to promote. Which character did he play on G.I. Joe? Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, he was in <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. Sergeant Slaughter is, is a G.I. Joe Heck character. Yeah, that's awesome. So I actually got, because they had carded Sergeant Slaughter error figures. So I got the error figure Sergeant Slaughter carded there. They had it there, and I'm like, oh, dude, I will definitely buy one. Super cool. I think we might have torches arriving. If I open this door again... And there's no torch? Yeah, there's a story. Yes, do we have it? Yes. Yes. So so yesterday, Frank went out to the door as we finished up our recording, and the torches was not there, and Frank had to go on an adventure. Yep. I realized I actually delivered it to the wrong hotel. So 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 we'll finish up here. We love the convention. (laughs) It was great. I had a wonderful time. I really liked the groundwork being laid. Um, There's a lot of things that are a little bit different from your usual convention. There was a disc golf. 
yeah. stuff like that. Um, Super cool. They did, the, the organizers did a great job creating something that really did feel like a, a very open-ended celebration of nerdiness and like niche hobbies. Exactly. So I think with a little more <laughs> targeted marketing toward gamers mm-hmm. and maybe some music, because I think he could have a Macbeth Texas or something. Yeah. Like with what he's doing. Um, I think with a little bit of targeted people, will, more people will know about it before it happens because afterward people are going to be like, oh, I missed it because this is a rad convention. Mm. And um, I think next year, and it'll be, it'll be pretty, pretty ball. Um, but yeah, so we're going to wrap her up. We got today, we got we to gotta pack up, get on some planes, and uh, yep. we will see you guys later. We appreciate your support. Check us out at premiumeditiongames.com and in our Discord. Take it easy, everyone. See you later. <laughs>